on your marks, get marked, mark. Are we going to do an intro and shit? <laughs> Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by... Who's it brought to you by? We have new sponsors. Um, Look, we got new sponsors right now, but I don't have... I haven't received anything in the mail yet. We inked the deal completely. Yeah, so I don't want to like... I don't want to, you know, lay it all out there and then have it not work out and then have them turn out to be... You know, uh, like little Chinese businessmen that are. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll, we'll keep it. Uh, this ep- episode is brought to you by YouTube. This episode is brought to you by YouTube, which is where we are watching today's feature. Yes. Today's feature is Caveman from 1981. Yes. We're it's doing a commentary. Me. We're about to get high. Going all the way down. You're about to get high with us. Super. And uh, as as Joey just said, it's going all the way down. All the way down, like Monica Lewinsky. Is y'all ready or is y'all done? <laughs> y'all ready? The Natural Habitat Podcast. The Natural Habitat Podcast. Yo, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Maggie Booyah. My name is Oog. <laughs> and you have now tuned into the Natural Habitat Podcast. Um, it is Saturday, Saturday matinee. And we've been doing a little something new over here recently within the past, I don't know, I'd say like a month. Something like that. Yeah, the past month or so. We've been doing these uh, these fresh ass, illegal, uh, no rights reserved DVD commentaries on movies that we have not um, been in, did not direct, write, or have any sort of connection to. And um, we were talking about it before the show. I guess we could say this now. Uh we own this. This is like a copyrighted thing. And I, as far as I know, we're the only ones to record a DVD commentary for a movie that they were not involved in. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure what the laws are about doing <laughs> stuff like that, but um, it can't be illegal, right? We're yeah. just fanboying. All we're doing we're not, we're, is expressing our love for the things that we like, and I don't think that's illegal. Yeah. We're not selling anything. We're not profiting off of anything illegally. So as far as I'm concerned, they could fuck off. Yeah, if we were pressing up DVDs with commentary on them, that'd be a different yeah, thing. Yeah, see, right? That'd be different. And right? we're not we're not but, even giving out video on these. Yeah, this we're not even showing audio. the movies. You so gotta go. You gotta go and it. sync your own shit up. Suck my podcast dick. Yeah, sync my <laughs> dick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, all you lawyers out there can just go ahead and talk to Pat and Matt, and they'll you deter you from everything. I mean, like, it might be worth to try. We don't have shit. Yeah. You're not going to get shit from us. Exactly. It won't we even don't... be a good time, because we'll just get super mm-hmm. high and show up to court and just fucking laugh at you hysterically. Yeah. We have absolutely no money or assets for you to take from us, and uh, we also are really good at tying things up in court. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can, we can make one one paper, like one sheet of paper worth of a law battle last ten years. So, Something like that. yeah, uh, you know that's that's lawyer speak. It might get too, might get a little confusing when I start talking about pieces of paper and shit. But that's just uh, that that's just the steps that we take 
to tell you to fuck off and to And the beauty of the internet, the way it works is once it's out there in internet space, it's out there. You can't take it back. Yeah, and we we didn't do it. Too late. Yeah. No matter what you try to do. This this is what happened. All right. This is our new theme for our commentaries. What it is is we took the day off. You and me decided to chill and just watch a movie, get high, and then somebody else mic'd the room and edited the audio and released it on our show. We we had no prior knowledge. Yeah, some editor or something like that. <laughs> I don't know who did this. One of the one of the one of the computer nerds over here. It was the PBI, the Podcast Bureau of Investigations. That's right. And we're tired of dealing with you motherfuckers. So get off our backs, <laughs> all right? We're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're just, uh, chatterbaiting. Yeah. So I say that, uh, I say that we get into this film, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for us to bullshit because they don't speak any English in this movie. It's all a bunch of grunts. <laughs> um, it's yeah. a classic from 81. Joey actually showed this to me. I had never seen it or heard of it. And I started watching some of it on YouTube, dug it. We decided to do this. I found out, uh, Ringo Starr is the lead caveman in it from, uh, from the Beatles. And I didn't even know that he had that crazy of an acting, uh, acting uh, resume. You know what I mean? Well, maybe he really didn't because they don't say any words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might not have. But uh, right. you never, you know, I I brought this up before. Luke Skywalker at the end of the Force Awakens, no words. Yeah, but he had he had three other films, four yeah. words. Yeah, you're right. But no words still. Just. He Star pulled, Wars dick. He pulled it off. He was one of the strongest characters in that movie. With yep. with his big with his two minute swinging cock. Big old lightsaber swinging cock. He got it back. <laughs> she yep. came and brought it back. She was like, "Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that." Uh, side Star Wars segment real quick. Okay. Somebody just recently pasted a face of another actor onto early Luke Skywalker uh-huh. and he looked exactly like a young Mark Hamill. So if you're listening, Disney, you know who to cast for the next fucking young Skywalker. And who is it? Pay attention. Ask the internet. I don't remember his name, but ask the internet. It'll show up. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask the internet right Do now. Do your fucking job. No, I'm not going to ask the internet because I got this movie ready. It's all up. It's queued up on my screen, and we're going to play it. Hit it. So you ready to get into it? And this first, uh, this intro credits will be the smoke session. Yep. Everybody, Everybody. out there. Flick your picks, mm-hmm. light your torches, mm-hmm. don't burn down your front porches, Mm-mm. snap your picks, uh-huh. hashtag NHP dick pick, mm-hmm. and all that. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you heard that correctly. You want to light up your lighters, you want to heat up your torches, don't burn down your house, send us dick pics. And today we're going to be watching Caveman from 1981. You could find it on YouTube. It's uh, starring Ringo Starr, starring all these nice cats. And... Feel free to uh, pull it up and sync it with ours. We're going to start it in three, two, one. I really started it on four or on, <laughs> on zero. <laughs> three, two, one, start. I didn't start it on one, just so people know. <laughs> okay, man. Dennis Quaid, Shelley Long. <coughs> I can't say that. John Matusek, <coughs> Avery Schreiber, 
Jack Guilford. <coughs> Fat dab. <laughs> I love the music. Already I'm hooked. Yeah, this song's dope. And I think the music had to be good to have fucking Ringo Starr in it, right? He probably had some dude there, maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, music by Lalo Schifrin. Maybe that's his own. Say what? Said, imagine if just how our podcast sounded, we just talk like these guys. <laughs> It'd be a lot we easier. We should try that on the episode and just see if we know what each other's saying. It'd be pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I know that this film actually has a language. If we could try to, uh, if we could try to keep up to it when they film, or when they had it in uh, Australia. Oh shit! He's getting fucking eaten by some plant. That's okay. some like early prehistoric Venus flytrap. This is the shit you had to worry about. Dude, I love this shit, bro. I'm already like into it. One dab down, already into the shit. Look at the fucking special effects. This is this is exactly why we're such fans of Star Wars and everything else because it's tangible. It's a fucking in-your-face 3D real object. Yep. Even uh, I'm not gonna spoil it. Oh. There we go. I didn't have to spoil it. Look right there. <laughs> Holy shit, Jay. i never seen one of those, but if I did, I wouldn't be happy. Right? See, now, early special effects were cheesy. This this uh, this claymation, this giant 3D clay, claymation is fucking obviously not real, but it looks realer than fucking than computer animation. Yeah. Because it's even if it's stop motion, it's still like it looks real. You can touch that shit. People need to get back to that. All right, well, this YouTube's a little glitchy. Anybody that's watching along is gonna have a hard time keeping synced up. So, I'm sorry, everybody. Alright, they can't complain when they're getting it for free. Dude, where is this set, right? It's gotta be like... They filmed it, it They filmed it in Mexico. No way. Yep. The whole film was shot in location on... On location in Mexico. <laughs> in location on Mexico. That's awesome. It was shot. I always want to 
it, it was shot in uh, Durango, Durango, Mexico, which is the hometown of Duran Duran. Nice. That last fact was bullshit, but the Durango, Durango part was real. <laughs> I don't know about Duran Duran. Uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, man. This is exactly what we were talking about on the, on the Back in Time episode. Uh-huh. This is the, even though this is like an obvious over-dramatization and recreation of some bullshit, but like, if you think about putting yourself in this scenario of being a caveman, this is similar to the type of shit you have to deal with on a daily basis. Look at this fucking lizard. He's a ginormous ass lizard. He's a fucking hundred foot lizard, but that's how shit was back then. Motherfuckers were crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Every day was a fucking struggle. One day you might end up lizard food. You know, one day you're fine chilling. Next day you're lizard food. You don't know. Yep, lizards just fucking dragging their homeboy away. Imagine what it would have been like, like dealing with the other cavemen and shit too. Like you couldn't have trusted them. No. You, you could only like, you only have like your group. You know what I mean? Like you got your group of your family group that you grew up with, your little half a tribe or whatever it is. But then imagine seeing another fucking hominid tribe out somewhere. <coughs> like I would trip the, you know, like depending on we don't know exactly because we weren't there. But I mean, like if you were a straight up warrior or some shit, maybe you wouldn't have been tripping. But you would think, like, for the most part, what happened when fucking, like, Neanderthals saw fucking the other ones or, like, vice versa or whatever, you know, when the different types saw each other? Like, you, you think there was some kind of weird, awkward fucking silence or, like, yeah. think they started immediately fucking, like, huffing and puffing and, like, yelling at each other or something like monkeys do or, like, what? You know, who knows what type of encounters would have led to back then. I actually, uh, I read something recently that, um, people like back in <clears throat> hunter and gatherer times when you would live in just a little tribe with like your people and shit and then there would be another tribe of people that was like a hundred fucking miles away that lived in like a different area and had a different lineage and bloodline and all these different things so people would have different skin tones depending on if they were living in the forest or if they were living on like the tundra and that's, that's how it where, all started and honestly. that's where uh that's where racism comes from is you would see someone that's a different skin color skin tone from you and you'd be like that guy's not from my tribe and you're automatically put on edge because of it and it's like an old thing that we're trying to get rid of yeah yeah very true and and also that's what created it in the same time since that's what created the races was moving to the different environments yeah or else we would all still be black you know um white is unnatural if you think about it white has been bred to be white so like everybody was black yeah in everybody the beginning, was and then and, and then and all the white people have been like scientifically fucking bred to be white throughout like everything that's happened over the years like through throughout their terms of their environment throughout the fucking you know like people the farther north they moved the fucking wider their skin got mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Yeah, so I'm sure that I'm I'm sure that uh, they didn't really fuck with other tribes that much. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, that, and the farther out they spread, the more sparse everything is. You know, that the the less likely you are to run into some other shit. You got to start your own shit everywhere you go. Yeah. Before everything runs back into each other, you know, it's crazy. 
Yeah, <laughs> this brings up a good point too. This dude is uh, lusting over the big guy's girl right now. I bet that was a problem. I bet that's been a historical problem for, for mankind all throughout mankind. Jealousy? Or just fighting over a mate or, you know, it's 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 the same thing in wild animals, you know? Like, you gotta attract a suitor and you have to be the biggest, baddest, best alpha male or whatever, you know? So you see it in everything in nature. <laughs> so yeah what i was saying before when they when they screened this movie in australia every ticket holder was given a pamphlet with approximately 30 caveman words and an english oh, translation dope. for each word so do you have the pamphlet uh yeah it says alunda is love bobo is friend haraka is fire matcha is monster uh Ool is food. Puka is broken. Zug zug means have sex. Yeah. So we'll listen for some of these. <laughs> yeah. Zug zug. That's coming up soon. Zug zug. <laughs> Motherfucking Encino Man ain't got shit on this. Nope. <laughs> Link. Oh. He's not the real missing Link. Hey, this is a hot cave bitch, huh? Dude passed out. Yeah, how, you know this, how this cave bitch get so hot? I know, right? <laughs> you know what's crazy, dude, is I've always noticed that that females are like generational. Like every generation a female is a different type of female and looks definitely come along with those. And like you could never find like the hottest bitch today would shit all over the hottest bitch of any time before us mm -hmm. because they just keep getting better. And like, think about like back then, the hottest bitch ever probably fucking would look like a dog to us today. But back then was like the ultimate attraction for everybody, no matter what, like there was, it's yep. just goes with the times, you know? It's, it's so crazy to think like how looks or like how things attract you or like how things evolve. Oh, look at that. That's weed, bro. Right? Yeah, that's it weed. fucking got weed all over the place. That's fucking weed for sure. <laughs> Holy shit, Jay. <laughs> what, what? How many minutes are we into this? Look at it. It's weed and they, it, they got some like magical fruit growing off yeah. of in, instead of bugs. We're like 11 minutes in. Oh, they're about to get high. Remember <coughs> that, people. 11 minutes in. Of course we chose this. They make this dude eat it first. Shit. Oh, look, at he's putting some in his pocket. Yep, he's going to keep some for later. <laughs> well, they're, they're making him test it to see if it's poisonous. Oh. Check him out. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, buddy. They're like, nope. They're dragging him off while he's all high. Uh -huh. He just took a fat dab. He brought some with him. Those are straight up dabs. <laughs> uh. They look like cherry tomatoes. Ooh, look at her swinging. Ooh, caveman even thought about date rape. Oh, shit. Check is that what out. he's doing? Check no way. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Who knew? Who knew, right? People always up to some shitty tricks. Oh wait, he's feeling he's feeling a mango for a date rape. See, he's gonna he's gonna give it to her because last time he gave her a mango, she fucking woke up her boyfriend and gave it to him. Yeah. So he's gonna give it to her. She's gonna give it to him. He's gonna pass out, and then they're both gonna rape him. I'm not sure how it's gonna go. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Look at it. Yeah. Nobody cleans like He's that. Shaking it. Get out of here. Who fucking Listen to them talk. Oh, it's so funny. Well, that was for real. He did a little sleepy thing with his hands on the side of his head, and then he did a pump. (laughs) A little little humping pump. Hell yeah. Oh, they're both eating it. She's going to pass out, too. Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Hell yeah, dude. Everything about this is awesome. They didn't Every have effect they didn't have time for a time lapse. All right. We don't have time to sit here and just watch the sun go down. Yeah. We got a movie to make. Better, bitch. Right? It's got like a sense of urgency, you yep. know? It's like, I love this movie. This is a must watch for sure. He's gonna fuck it right in the mouth. He's look at it. He's like right over her face. Dunda. He's trying to just make sure. Dunda. What was that? Oh, that's his name, huh? Yeah, Dunda. I'm looking at my cheat sheet. <laughs> it's Tunda. I think. Oh, it's gonna fucking <laughs> get out of here, motherfucker. <laughs> He's totally raping this girl. (laughs) No. (laughs) If he could, he would. He's trying to, uh, trying to take her with him. He's not strong enough. Imagine if the 70s would have been like the 70s wanted to be like. Imagine if they would have had like smelly vision and like all the things that they really wanted. Right? (laughs) (laughs) You get a rotten egg smell when somebody farts or like whatever. He just realized that she ate it too. And he was like, man, I'm Bill Cosby. Dinosaur chicken? Did you see that? (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, chickens are <laughs> chickens are dinosaurs. That's what people say. Yeah, yeah, and that's the fucking joke, right? There's the proof. What came first, the dinosaur or the chicken egg? The dinosaur chicken egg. Uh, I think the dinosaur laid the chicken egg. Right? Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> a tooth? A tooth? about to fight. Yep. Oh, shit. Where the fuck's Dennis Quaid? I haven't seen him yet. Have yeah, you? No. Dude, I love the set where they're recording the shit at. The location, not the set. Wherever they're at would be a fucking cool place to do mushrooms. Right? Holy shit, Jay. I don't know, man. I don't go to Mexico. I don't believe that's Mexico. It looks the same as here. It's Mexico, man. Oh, shit. Hey, hey there he is. We found him. <laughs> what the fuck? It both happened. Why? Oh, this evolution just cracked into them. <laughs> this movie is full of jokes. <laughs> I love it. So they hugged each other and then straightened out each other's backs. Yeah. And now they're walking all straight. Yeah, they're, they're fucking homo sapiens now. Yeah. How lucky is Dennis Quaid? Ah, Nyapuk. Ah, He doesn't sound like. Ah, he draws big ass boobs on the stick figure. He's bad at it. All right, here. Atuk. <laughs> Tonda. <laughs> it's like he's doing a bad job in my opinion he's overacting and like everyone else is like oh, 
And he's like, a tunda, a tuka tunda. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Ah! <laughs> Full of jokes. This movie's full of jokes. This ain't no joke. That's real life. There's a bug on his face, and it's huge. He's just going to blow on his dick. Depending <laughs> on what time this was. See, what I don't understand is if everything else, two million years ago, Earth is fucking super oxygenated, everything is big, right? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we? Right? It'd be an impossibility for everything else to be big and not us. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm not smart enough to answer that question. But it is an interesting it's an interesting observation you have there. Because it makes sense. Yeah, no, that's where, if, if anything, if there ever was giant humans, that's when. Yeah, that's when it was. Like, I think, like, seven-foot-tall motherfuckers nowadays are, like, remnants of that leftover, probably, right? Yeah. Like, every, everything that's a part of us is just leftover shit from fucking times before. Well, if giant motherfuckers live today, they have to be the remnants of fucking what used to be real giant motherfuckers. Let's see, uh... I know how to make smart shit sound dumb. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The last, uh, Robert Wadlow... In 1940, was measured at eight feet and 11.1 inches. Crazy, right? That's crazy. Fucking nine feet tall. That's insane. Oh shit! Stuck down in the tar pit. Get him. That would suck, man. I'd be pissed if I fell on the pit. Shit, at least he got out, dude. He would have been fucking done. Yeah, but how you... You never gonna watch that off? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger got out of that tar pit in the end of Last Action Hero. You remember that? Do you remember that movie? I don't. That shit just popped in my head, dude. Crazy. <laughs> They're just running around straightening everybody's backs. There you go, man. We're people now. Don't trip. So these two right here, uh, Ringo Starr and Shelley Long, they met on the filming of this movie and got married two years later. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the old guy's blind, if you haven't noticed. That's why he walked into the tar pit? Yeah. I did not notice that. So. <laughs> yeah. Tall as dad is blind. And he went like this. Like, that's his name. That's a sweet name. Yeah. He's like, Prince, my name is a symbol. It's a hand yeah. gesture. <laughs> you know, I found out that uh, 
I don't want to get into this too much, but I found out that Prince changed his name to a symbol, and the oh, artist yeah. formerly known as Prince, because the record label owned his name. Yeah, he just, um, he actually, right before he died, he um, won his entire catalog. Really? That's dope. Yeah. No, that's why everybody thinks it's a conspiracy that he was killed or something. Because, yeah. because he had just won his entire catalog. Same thing with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson won the rights to all his music. And then all of a sudden, his fucking doctor overdoses him. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Or like, fuck, same thing just happened with Prince. It's like, and look what happened with Prince after he died. He sold more records than he ever had. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Michael Jackson got all of his music because I know that Paul McCartney still owns a lot of it. Um, maybe, maybe he does, but that's only because Michael Jackson sold that shit. But he won the rest of his shit from the record. He, he did so, right? The old, the old blind man thought that the dinosaur was a tree. Remember when he had, he did it for lawyer fees and shit? Yeah. Look at that dinosaur. Uh-oh. So one of the things that I found out about this movie, uh, Jim Danforth, the special effects designer that made all the dinosaurs, all the plants, everything that's uh, claymation, you know what I mean? He, uh, he left the movie like two-thirds of the way through filming because uh, like the Directors Guild of America wouldn't allow him to be co-director because he was a co-director on the movie. They wouldn't allow it, and they made him leave the movie. But he's still credited as special effects and second unit director. But something about the guild, they wouldn't allow him to co-direct it. And they actually they actually pulled him out of the movie. That's what's so fucked up about being an actor, that people don't realize, unless you like are really into a lot of actors and their stories and podcasts, that like... Especially if you're gonna be in like in like SAG, like the Screen Actors Guild, you have to pay your guild dues every year. 
You have yeah, to pay. Yeah, that doesn't even guarantee you get in either. Like yeah. You, ha- you, you have to be working already. Yeah, exactly. To qualify to even get in. So, yeah. like, you have to already have acting job. So, they're just like, oh, are you an established actor? Give us some of your money and we'll continue to give you work, maybe. That's every union in the world, though. Yeah. That's how they work. So you're, like, basically buying protection. That's how the mob works. I bet it, that's why the mob was so involved in it and set the shit up. Yeah. This old man, they're standing like right next to each other and he doesn't understand how it works. (laughs) It's like you got four boobs. He was feeling like each of their boobs and then no no face in between them. Oh shit. Look at it. As soon as she sees him, she starts shaking her hips and shit. <laughs> like that was their fucking way that they would get treated good. Yep. This movie's so full of shit. Love it. <laughs> yeah, drunk thick. Snitch. Yeah, what kind of shit is that? Yeah. Like just calm down, shit. bitch. Oh, here's the chicken. Dude, we could totally remake this movie. <coughs> and it would be the best movie. I'll be Ringo Starr. <coughs> and we'll you be Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah, we'll get fucking... Uh, um, like Wolf Ferrell or somebody in it. <laughs> we could get Wolf Ferrell to play fucking Tonda. Recast this movie. Will Farrow is Will Farrow. Will Farrell, Jack Sparrow, is gonna be uh, Ringo Starr. No. And- <coughs> you are gonna be Ringo Starr. Oh, Zunda's the big guy. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. I'm Ringo Star. You're gonna be Dennis Quaid. Lar. Lar. <laughs> Lar. <laughs> I think John C. Riley would be a better. Possibly. Only oh, you know who else no, actually would be really good? He's a fucking ginormous dude, and um, <coughs> he he played like a Rambo-looking character in some stuff. He played. Uh, <coughs> fuck. I'll I'll look him up right now. Watch Kuda. Bobo. 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 That means friend. Huh. Bobo. That was a fucking sweet ass handshake, dude. You missed it. It was some sort of like weird ass, slow, sensual caveman handshake. There's a lot of people in there. They need to kill this goofy-ass lizard already. Did you find that guy or what? No, I'm looking at him. These right? people, man. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's like if we were to do it. Like if we were to make caveman voices for a whole thing. For sure. It's like if anybody was to do it, you know? It's like, duh, yeah, but, what else are they going to say? You don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're going to say. You're going to make some noises and shit, you know? <laughs> they basically, like, historians try to say that they their language was basically all off of clicks. Yeah. How the fuck do you know? You weren't there. Yeah, I read some shit that was like... They used to communicate with symbols and hand gestures. And then Motherfuckers it, could have been speaking English for all we know. And then like three <laughs> things down, it was like they communicated with a series of clicks. And it's like, well, what was it? Was it clicks or was it hand gestures? Yeah. Pick exactly. one. It was English, and we all know it because that's God's language, and we've been speaking it for 6,000 years. 
That's when this movie was, right? 6,000 years ago? I want to say it said three bajillion years in the beginning. Maybe. In the beginning it says, God created my dick. Oh. Fucking fire, yo. Hell yeah. Grab it. In the opening, it says one zillion BC, October 9th. Nice. Because October 9th is John Lennon's birthday. Even though it's so minimal and they don't have like real dialogue or anything, it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so captivating, right? Like who, who would have known that a movie with no words would be so captivating or that could hold your attention like this? There really is none, except for like back in the day before there was talkies, right? Music helps with everything. Uh oh. Who are these guys? Uh oh. <laughs> the first midget, the first black guy. Dennis Quaid. Oh. Everybody's all on one spot. Everyone's Bobos. Nuke. No way. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> How racist was that? <laughs> How racist is it that the one Chinese guy's name... We could take a leap and say Japanese. Yeah. Or uh, Asian. I'm willing to say that's where the joke was coming from. Nuke. Love. Wow. Zug, zug. Zug, zug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What? He said, all right. Yeah. He's, he speaks English. <coughs> Nuke speaks English. Yeah. Bobo. Friend. Friend. Bobo. Bobo. Lunda. Love. Zug zug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did I just play the same thing? Oh. It just played it twice, right? No, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like, here, help me. Barbecue chicken. That dude's famous, that midget. You seen him? He's Who super is? famous. I seen him in a lot of shit. Really? Yep. Check him out. He looks familiar as fuck, right? Yeah, he does. Oh. Uh oh. So this midget scene, of music. This scene supposedly was emulated a couple years later by the Ewoks <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. They say that the Ewok music scene was based on this scene. This does have the same fucking uh, type of feel from like the quality, the film quality and shit. Mm -hmm. Same era. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> 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 All of a sudden, everybody's a professional. Everybody's a professional. Huh. Y'all motherfuckers look like you've done this before. Everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? Now there's real <laughs> I drums. I guarantee like, everybody listening to this right now yeah. is dead set <laughs> curious as fuck to what we're watching because they can only hear us talking. Well, go to YouTube. So, we're at 43, 43 minutes. Yeah, and they're, they're deep into this fucking drum session. Stupid ass drum session. So funny. Everybody, when you watch this, you're going to absolutely love this shit. Like, if you have our taste, then you mm -hmm. I know that they brought in real drums at one point. Now there's like an actual drum set there. You can hear it. I can hear like hey, a Minibus. bass drum and shit. Hey, Minibus. <laughs> Such a long piece. Holy shit. How? And they all knew to do some synchronized end for their first song that they've ever fucking made. Hell yeah. If you can do it, do it. Mm -hmm. And to think that this picture was nominated for the worst movie at the Hastings Bad Simina Stinkers Movie Awards. You just said Simina. 
Did I say Simina? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Hastings uh, bad Simina. <laughs> Hastings bad Simina Society Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Well, shame on those assholes because this is fucking classic. This yeah, it's dope. Great. I dig I don't it. Know what the hell they were thinking? It has a good See, rating. That's why I don't trust critics, and that's why we got to do our own ratings because motherfuckers don't get it right. I think they're too critical, and just because the name is critic doesn't mean you have to be so critical. You know, like you critique the shit and stuff. What to expect? Uh oh, is this the same one they stabbed earlier? It is, huh? Oh. Macha! 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 Monster. Yeah, now, now you get it, right? You get the little language now that you broke it down for us. Everybody knows the meanings and shit. crazy like to think about because you and me are like we're artists and we create things and we're in this time where technology is in like this crazy advanced phase we talk about movies all the time every time that a new movie comes out it's added to the list of movies it doesn't replace the movie it's just added to this ever-growing catalog of movies and it's almost like you you have to try really hard to do something that hasn't been done before and imagine living in this time when that was the first time that you fought a dinosaur with fire yeah you know what i mean like that was the first time anybody had used fire as a weapon and this is before the flamethrower before napalm before nukes and uh i just thought about the guy when i said nuke but um you know it's crazy like to like imagine to live in this time to be experiencing everything for the first time and like yeah. trying new things maybe this will work maybe that'll work it'd be nuts dude but i'd, I'd rather live now just because i have more cool things and my lifespans longer yeah i'd be almost sure. dead if not dead i mean one day i hope we get to a point where where we could like figure out a way to see the things without disrupting anything kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, like where, where almost time travel in a sense becomes like any other travel. Keep going with your, with your time travel thing to this music. You know what I mean? Like it becomes yeah. more of like a destination, uh -huh. like, a, like a place to end up or like a resort type yeah. of thing. Oh man, if you got the money and you can afford it, 
you can travel with us yep. to any time. Experience the wild, wild west. Yeah, Experience whatever it is. caveman times. For sure. Whatever. And it'd be an all-inclusive trip or idea or whatever, and, and everything's all included. They just take care of you along the way. You know what it reminds me of? It'd be like uh, almost like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, kind of. Like how everything's like an emulation, but... But everything responds to you, and you can do things in the world. Have to like, you'd have to like guarantee a way to not um, disrupt or or have anything affect that time era, right? See, That'd be that's... the only way you could physically do it. So it would have to be like, have you seen the Neil deGrasse Tyson show? Cosmos. Where he's, yeah, Cosmos. Yeah. Okay, so like, if there was a way that we could have the ship that he had in that show. Yeah. You know, you know how that ship could like get big or get small down to like a micro level or whatever. You know, that's the ship we would need. That way we could go back in time and nothing could see us, but we could see everything and we could be totally immersed in it yeah. without without interfering. With it. See, I think that if we if we figured out some sort of way to access these points in time, that and we just be able to go there. Like instead of instead of going there, we can almost like scan them with with like a computer program. Take like a little bit of like history, what we have written down, and then what we actually find there, and make it to where we can copy it, and it'll be interactive. But we're not actually there. We're in like a perfect copy of it. So you know. It would be exactly like 100% like we were there and we can interact with people. And if we talk to someone, they'd be like, oh my God, you're a fucking time traveler. I was just doing this earlier. But back then in that time, they don't have that memory of that happening now. You know what I mean? That never happened yeah. with them. It only happened with us. Almost like open up a parallel timeline within a parallel timeline. If that makes you know, sense. We, yeah, we, we could also do it like Jurassic Park style and do like micro environments like how the biodome is yeah that's not a bad idea and then have each dome be its own environment kind of like how zoos are but it'd be like a future zoo where everything in that zoo would be like a time era everything like plants animals every single thing inside even like the atmosphere would be recreated to be yeah. just like time era and then like you would actually have a chance to go into it for a little bit to like see like Holy what it shit. felt like what it sounded like and shit or that's whatever. crazy that's a good idea man it went i mean even on like on a smaller scale you could take like plants plant life and vegetation from all over the world and different climates and deserts rainforests and all that shit yeah and then recreate those climates that are around today in these separate rooms and have you go into them that's not a bad yeah, that'd idea. That'd be dude. like an amusement park in itself. Yeah, like an amusement park slash museum yeah. slash fucking natural Hab history. The natural Hab habitat, Hab natural history museum. The natural habitat museum. Uh huh. Damn. Holy that? shit, we did it. <laughs> they broke the egg. They did it. Holy shit, they they fried the egg. They dropped a giant egg off the cliff and it landed in a geyser. Oh shit, the pterodactyl's trying to get him. 
Oh, <laughs> I love the little laugh and shit. Oh, check them out. They're stoked. It's so pleasing, right? That's like one of the most pleasing things. Cracking the fucking yolk on fried egg. Yep. So funny. They're lovers. <laughs> I forgot they were so lovers. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're all fucking hauling fried egg with them. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Pterodactyl. See? Another oh. thing for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I love that too. Like, I love having the, the freedom to, like, think about the times they brainstormed and, like, fucking just sat down and were like, Okay, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> right? <You know? laughs> it's the type of shit we do every day, and it's like, dude, we could easily come up with a cool ass movie like this. Yeah. If we if we just had the means to like fucking make sh like had the stuff to make costumes, or um, we could easily find a place to record that would be fine. We wouldn't even need to build a fake set. We could just go to a dope location somewhere and film. That'd be, that'd be the easy part. Yeah. That have the extra little props like the fucking plants that come alive or the claymation dinosaurs like you said or whatever. But even like the costumes and like every, everybody um, <coughs> acting right too is part of it. And you know, the dialogue is so funny. These guys just sat around and was like, okay, what are we going to do first? <laughs> yeah. Damn. So they just got ambushed by their old crew that they got exiled from. Yeah, and they fucked and, them up with the fire. And now they just made them kick rocks. I'll be right back. Damn, son. We put out the fire. They lost the guy in the mud, and it was fucking shit. <laughs> what I miss? Oh, uh, they fucking. They just they just got back to the cave with the fire. 
after they got burned up by a took. And now all the bitches are laughing at him? Yeah. But they got the fire, though. Oh, no way. Yeah, and uh, the other guys don't have fire anymore. Fuck. Let it go out. Huh. Now he's straightening everybody out. Too big. Superman now? Yep. <laughs> he looks like the guy from fucking the Goonies. Like sloth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does have kind of a sloth thing going on. Oh, shit. Is that their pet dinosaur now? I guess so. Uh-uh. Well, he is he just him. sneaking up on him? He's sneaking up on him. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it says here on my translation sheet that I means oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he just fed him the weed. No. What the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, that shit's good. You just I ain't ate got too no much. More weed. Too bad they don't have that fire anymore. Cook that motherfucker. Let's cook that motherfucker. I took. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's all nice dinosaur now. Hell yeah. You think they're already banging right now? Do you see him? Do you see that thing they had going on? Yeah. Think they were banging at that point? I think so. No. Yeah. He doesn't want her. He wants the other one. 
No, I'm, ta- I'm talking. In, I'm talking in real life. Oh, the actors. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's how it happens, man. They meet on set. A lot of Shit people do, right? While they're on set, yeah, it happens, dude. But it's like, but that happens in every every fucking industry. Yeah, every walk of life. Everywhere. Because you want someone, you want someone that's gonna understand and be sympathetic. Or at least empathetic to like your way of life, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and exactly, just because of, you know, it doesn't always it, have it to be. It forces that way. people upon people by by like being in in any type of job field, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what it is if you have any type of freedom or fucking any type of downtime on your hands, and you're not really focused 100% of the time, you're gonna have opportunities and fucking things arise like that. Yeah. And, and if you're if if you're some super celebrity like Leonardo DiCaprio and you have some normal girlfriend that's working at a Best Buy in Bend, Oregon, like she's probably not going to be very cool about a lot of the things that happen and how he always has to be leaving the country and kissing these hot bitches in movies and shit and like they don't understand the way of life. So it's a lot easier to get someone that has that way of life and is in the business knows what it's like won't get jealous and upset if you're on a feature in the bahamas for nine months with a hot actress they know it's like just work you know what i mean because a lot of people are professional it's not always like this but there are a lot of times that marriages are spawned out of you know co-starring in a feature together yeah and i mean i i not always, not everybody's insecure, I guess, but for the most part, I'm sure, you know, when people are not in a type of industry or used to a type of thing, then they really have no idea what it consists of and what it's like, and and they, there's no way for them to understand it, you know, and it's, and it's got to be hard to fucking deal with, like, your significant other being a public figure also, because you don't... You, it's not just your significant other anymore because they belong to the public once they're in the public appeal like that. Yep. He finally got his Lana. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh-uh, what happened? He's trying to help him out. Sorry, I was looking up facts about Ringo Starr. He was trying <laughs> to help him out of the water and he fell back in and now he's falling down the rapids. So crazy trip on this. This is what I was trying to find. Uh, Ringo Starr and um, Barbara Bach met on the uh, on the set of this movie. Got married, and they're still married to this day. So it wasn't one of those Hollywood marriages that lasted like three years and then turned into another marriage with another celebrity. Apparently, they they're in love. Because they've been married since 81. I bet this is their favorite movie. Right? 
honestly. Yeah. What type of dope ass memory is that? Especially if that was like how you guys met and you stayed together forever. Uh huh. I mean, like that. Your first time meeting. Yeah. Or being together is on film forever immortalized. That's dope. That's fresh. And it's cool that uh. He's got a fucking crab's claw on his nose. It looks like a fucking hand from a baby doll or some shit. Okay, which one is he with? The blonde one? See, I think he might be with her. <laughs> now that I think about it. Let me see. Which one is he with? I'm going to look it up. I think he's blonde. Yeah. So it's not the blonde girl. It's Lana. So she's, uh... She's... Did he piss ice cubes? Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. Is that where that joke comes from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, what is that? That's a fucking That's Sasquatch, a son. Fucking Yeti, man. Yep. Oh, I just got choked. Yep, Yeti scared me. Goddamn Yeti scared me. <laughs> what was that movie, that old movie where, uh, was it Encino Man? Where he pitches ice cubes? Someone was like, hey, what's it look like when an Eskimo takes a piss and he goes what and then they like turn around and they have like ice cubes in their hands and they're just like dropping them one by one I'm like oh but I don't remember what movie it was it was like an 80s movie for sure I don't think it was that scene, man. no uh, <laughs> get out of here Look, look, look. <laughs> he drowned. Lard drowned. Lard, look, look, look. A took. kind of bad. A took. 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 A
That's right. To go get law. <laughs> That's right. You know All day. That's what we always Fuck say that here. Bitch, man. That's what we always say here at the Natural Habitat Podcast. Oh, yeah. Atak Luna Lar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Atuk Luna Lar. What is with these songs? Is this the second time they played this song? Or did they play a song just like it when they found the egg? <laughs> I don't know. I want to say it was like the same kind of song. Yeah. And isn't this public domain? Probably. I'm, I'm pretty sure this song is like royalty free. Anybody could use it for anything. After a certain year. It's like after 100 years. It's like a car, how you don't have to get it registered after a while. Yeah, that's it. You have to register. Or do you don't have to get it smogged. Yeah, that's what it is. Whatever, man. I never said I was fucking smart. I never once in this show say I'm smart, okay? Me neither. So, don't, don't anybody get the wrong idea. Damn. She's on a mission. Now. She's going to show a toque. What time is it? How you going to see on me a toque? Fuck Lana. Are they going to find his... They're going to eat his icicles. See? <laughs> Don't eat your ass now. I don't know how they fucking got into the ice. You know they're on a fucking <laughs> slide. <laughs> He's having a great time. Hell yeah. So interested in this. I'm like sucked into this movie, dude. Yeah. It's holy shit. It's like probably the only movie you'll ever watch without dialogue. In in modern times, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I still don't understand why Nuke was like, yeah, guys, that's fire. That means friend. It's like, where the fuck did you learn this English? And nobody understood what he was saying. I read a thing that that was the only English spoken in the movie, and it was funny because the no one in the movie understood what he was saying, but the audience understood him, and he did what I did, which he provided like the explanation for the words. Because the whole time everybody was saying things, and then he was translating it, pretty much. Yeah. Uh-oh. They captured all their women. 
What a snitch. Where did they find all them extra women? All of a sudden. They just went and rounded up a herd of women. Yep. Like, why the fuck didn't they do that in the first place? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? What were you waiting for? Oh, shit. Yeti's not You know what's funny? I always pictured Dennis Quaid as like the backup Harrison Ford. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty sure. I don't know why, because he's just as good. Damn, that Yeti is fire. <laughs> See his ass. You guys ain't climbing uphill on ice. Yep. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What in the fuck? <laughs> oh shit. Okay, now they got to the Toots camp. It's about to go down. See, that's what happens when you snitch. Now you just got your whole camp raided. Everybody's gone now. Yep. <laughs> 
Now they're making weapons. They're making some stone axes right now. Shit's about to go down. Making spears and Sharpening shit. sticks, yep. Sparking up fire. Yeah, he just fucking made fire. With some you rocks. take my bitch? I'll make but fire. But you never take my freedom! <laughs> What? Mel Gibson lost his mind and never came back. Yep. He did. Did they just make pumpkin bombs? They're filled with uh, sleeping shit. Put his ass to sleep? Oh, they put him to sleep and killed him for his armor. Hell yeah. Damn. That ass is right. See, whoever thought to make all this shit, it's really smart. Gotta be smart. Gotta have a brain. Yep. Whoever thought this movie was bad was just being an asshole. You yeah. know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. whatever critics said that this movie was bad, they were totally just being an asshole. Totally agreed. They did a good job. It's dope. <laughs> this is an awesome movie. They haven't even said anything. No. There's no dialogue. And I'm all sucked into it. Yeah. And the parts that are cheesy are like good cheesy. They're cheesy in the best way. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like you have to keep in mind, like, the mind frame of the people that were making this movie. And movies like this, when you see shit that is like, you know, poorly animated. Like at this time in 1981, this is not amazing animation. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty good that they can make it and they can make it look. One thing that it does look like is that it's actually there with the people, but it's like a camera trick because they're zoomed in on a smaller monster. You know what I mean? And like, they made that look fresh. But, uh, you know, compared to, like, I mean, Star Wars will keep out of it. But compared to some of the movies that came out in the late 70s, early 80s, they had some pretty good, like, animation and graphics tricks. Yeah. These people... Yeah. Kn- oh. The Tuke just fucking called him out. Yep, he's got a fucking hook. A right now. Got a hook on a stick. But the creators of this... The fucking lizard had a lizard helmet on. (laughs) The creators of this movie knew what they made. They didn't make it and go, wow, this looks like a fucking amazing, like, you know, dinosaur. It looks real. They know it doesn't look real. They know that they used what they could, and they're not hoping that you think it's real. They're hoping that you like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie. It's not supposed to... Yeah. Okay, man. It's not, it's not a fucking factor. I think they did a great job. They brought so many elements from the actual caveman times to to life in this. Whether it's personified in a in an imaginative way or whatever, the fact that all like evolution and like the the 
finding a fire and, and like the way that they formed their languages and like how they ran in groups and like how they hunted and did things together, how they fucking made tools, how they fucking, you know what I'm saying? All the aspects of being cavemen happened right here in front of us in the timeline. You know? yeah. And they did, this, they did this really smart. I think the critics were the dummies and didn't understand what was going on or something, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah, they got a pet as their lizard now. That's so sick. He just fucking him up with his fucking dinosaur. First motherfucker to ride a dinosaur. Yep. I do, bitch. Here it is. It all came down to this the fight for the woman that he's gonna marry in real life when they turn the cameras off. That's a strong kick. <laughs> it's like lifting his whole body. Now, right now. Two. Good dinosaur while watching. It'd be cool if the actor who played uh, what's his name, Tonk Tonka. Uh, Tunda. Oh yeah, Tunda. It'd be it'd be cool if the actor that played Tunda hated the Beatles. And just never cared for their music. And everybody was like, I love the Beatles, man. They're so great. And he's like, I don't fucking get it, man. Like, what's so amazing about the Beatles? They're horrible. I hate them. And then he got the chance to just kick the shit out of Ringo Starr. They're pretty sweet. It'd be like yeah. if you got the chance to kick the shit out of Kanye, I know. Kanye West in a movie. And it was all like, you know, part of a thing. And everybody knew. And you just got to kick them a little bit too hard. You know what I mean? Right. Just a little too hard to be like, sorry about that. Oh Foot shit, slipped. slingshot, David and Goliath. Right in the fucking mouth. Oh. Just jump, crush his ribs. Crush him. Crush him. <laughs> Look at Lar. Yep. <laughs> Look at the eyeballs on that thing. <laughs> I know, I wonder how many people it took to fucking operate that robot <laughs> uh, to... oh he gets his choice yeah 
So he's going to pick one. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> what are you doing, Duke? I thought he was going to pick the blonde girl in the movie, but pick the brunette in real life. You just, you just call him a fag? Did you hear that? You can't say that anymore, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Different time, I guess. Different time. Another public domain song. <laughs> How you do it? Hell yeah! You don't gotta fucking spend no money on music. Natural habitat style. Mhm. What is this even? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he threw her in a pile of shit. Take that, Lana. <laughs> He's washing his hands of it. Uh, and he's like, climb on up here, you blonde bitch. Uh, how does that feel, baby? <laughs> Lana, you stink. So does he really marry the one he throws in shit? <laughs> yeah, he does. Is that the lasting memory forever? <laughs> yeah. We Maybe. need to figure out which one. No, that's the one. That's her for sure. How do you know? Because it's a... Uh... Is there a picture of her? Yeah, there's a picture of her and she plays Lana. Barbara Bach. And that's who he married? And that's the one he married. Cool, man. That's even cooler. So... That's their last hey, memory. You remember when we first met and we were in that movie together? And then at the end, I threw you in a pile of shit. <laughs> 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 so awesome. And how I left with the other girl. <laughs> yeah. Ringo started to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And they lived happily ever after, you bitch. Boom. Well, that was dope, man. That was definitely a fresh movie. Hell yeah. Mhm. Mm it was uh it was it was solid, man. I give that a good I give that four dabs. Just Easy. because just because it's missing um you know, a back and forth dialogue. There was no dialogue at all. But it was good. It was still solid, man. I loved it. Yeah. It translates. I mean, it translates good when you think about, like, you know, if you wouldn't have looked up the language beforehand and you were just watching this for the first time, you would have been encapsulated in, like, what the fuck's going on because you would have been trying to figure it out yourself. You yeah. would have been trying to decipher, like, what their meanings were for their words and shit until you would have met Nuke and then Nuke would have kind of broke it down for you. Yeah, you know, so we kind of cheated, but for you know, for everybody else who watches it for their first time, they're gonna have a chance to like 
have that same ability, you know, be able to like figure it out on their own. And, and that really sucks you in even more. It like really, really brings you in because you, you really have no idea what's going on. So you have to think extra to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. You know, like you start hearing, this. you start hearing reoccurring things after a while. Yeah, exactly. And then you realize like that they have been communicating and you were part of this whole conversation and you just didn't know it yet. You yeah. Know? So, and I bet after you watch it like three or four times, you know exactly what they're saying. Yeah, you know, you get it. Plus, there's not really a lot to it. It's all like, I'm going to knock her out and hump her and yeah. he'd, he'd drown. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. <laughs> so many great moments, right? Glug, it was jam-packed. Yeah. It was, it was jam-packed, full of fucking things. Every every couple minutes, something was happening. There was never really a stalemate. I think the longest stalemate in the movie was the fucking jam session, and that wasn't even that long, you know? So Yeah, it was good. That was, it was dope, really though. good, yeah. Super good. O- overall, super good. I mean, like, if you like that nostalgic feel or the the older feel, soft camera feel of like fucking the '70s and '80s type of film stuff, then you're definitely gonna love this shit. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys out there go and watch it or enjoyed the audio version. I realized that this is a uh, this is really less, not so much of a standard like um you know commentary like you would hear on a dvd or a blu-ray this is more of like a microphone in a room while we watch a movie together and you know hopefully uh hopefully you guys enjoyed sitting in i didn't really look at it that way until halfway through and then i was like this isn't because like i get like all uh i get real self-conscious about podcasts and things that we make you know what I mean? I think I have imposter syndrome. I just found out about it. Have you heard about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I might have that. You're and, crazy uh, shit. And fucking. So I'm always like overthinking shit, but like halfway through, it like tripped out. It like tripped me out that it's like a whole different thing. Yeah, this is something different, and that, but and that was an episode of Mikey Booyah thinks out loud. Thinking out loud, yeah, yep. yeah. Hey, cheers to that. But you know, it really is that way. You know, nobody's done this really, and I think it's honest. I think it's honest and transparent, and I think it's open, and and people get a chance to see like how we really are, and and you know, we're just throwing it all out there. We're just saying what what we're thinking while we're watching what we're watching. You know, and and that's. It's just like you would be doing at home with your friends mm-hmm. and, and you just get to share this with us, you know, and, and that's what's cool about it. I think that it's different and um, I think that it, it grabs your attention in multiple ways, right? Like you hear the movie and that's grabbing your attention. You're like, what the fuck is going on? You're wondering, you're imagining, you're like trying to picture it, you know, and then you're trying to listen to our rambling conversation at the same <laughs> time. So it's like it's jam packed full of fucking excitement. Yep. All right. Well, until until next time, that was uh, that was Cape Man Week, Cave Week, Stone Age Week. Stone. We still never settled with a name the whole week. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, we'll see you next week. Who knows what it's gonna be? Yeah, it could be some crazy week. It could not be. Yeah. We we don't even know. Show might not even come back. Yeah, this might be the last episode, last one ever. Natural Habitat Recordings.